and then I'm gonna get this show on the road. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs at Home. How is everyone today? I hope they're doing very fantastic, staying safe. Yeah, not too shabby, I'd say. Yeah? My hand's clean. I got you my face as much. No, not that. Ah, ah, I did it. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, basically, uh, we're in stage 3.5, uh, <laughs> which is everyone has to wear a mask everywhere. So, Victoria embraces the mask, except for like a certain few. Oh. It's not quite stage four just yet, but everyone's trying to endorse like the uh, the mask wearing where they can. I've seen like many videos of like people walking around without masks and people like literally going up to them and slapping them in the face and like throwing them a mask and whatnot. Being like, what are you doing, <laughs> idiot? Yeah, I know. The irony of people who won't wear something to protect them. Like uh, I remember one person was whinging that they didn't want to wear a mask because they had asthma. I'm like, it's better to, you know, wear a mask and have trouble breathing for 20 minutes than, you know, Possibly be on a ventilator and have yes, trouble breathing. It's the same mentality of being like, oh, I'm in a vehicle. I don't want to wear a seatbelt because, you know, it's not cool. Like, it's yeah. the same kind of, like, idea. It is. It is. Basically, you are correct. <laughs> so, how are you guys going with all this um, stuck at home? Yeah, not too bad. I haven't really been going out anywhere, really. Just the, the shops when I need to. And it's, like, literally around the corner from us. So, yeah, pretty much been at home trying to, you know, keep busy where I can, playing the, you know, the entertainment and drawing the arts and, you know. Just, I'm thinking, like, how funny it would be if your camera just <laughs> fell down. There's all this just fucking writing on the wall. It's like, no TV. Yeah. <laughs> Jack's so you can't see, the, can't see below, like, this point here. There's, like, all this crap. Like, blood just <laughs> dripping from the walls. <laughs> Dylan is crazy now. I do art no. on wall. <laughs> <laughs> I got I gotta repaint every time I need, need to make a new frame. It's twenty four frames per second, guys. And I take a photo <laughs> of the wall. <laughs> uh, stop motion at its finest. What about you, Mr. Nerdy Nick? I've been watching older films again and yeah. mostly getting some games that have come through the mail and that's basically it. This uh, return to the same routine that we had before. So I basically would be out for only an hour a day. That's enough to get your daily exercise and do what shopping you need for the next few days or so. And just go back in and just repeat. Good man. You're doing your bit. You're doing, we can all do our bit. What's that ad? It's what we need to do. That shit was the stupidest fucking ad of this. I haven't seen it. It already sounds bad. Oh, <laughs> all these ads that are coming out, it's like, like even the medicine ads, it's like, oh, have you got a stuffy nose and a sore throat? Well, you're fucking going to die, all right? So stop. <laughs> you cut it out. Uh, what's the recent commercial they showed on uh, Facebook? They, uh, because of people not wearing seatbelts, have actually been gone back up the same numbers when this commercial was made, which was over 30. And so they showed this commercial from the 1980s of this lady just sitting in the back. It's like, yeah, we're all driving. It's like, yeah, it's all fine. Oh, ah, and then crashes the car. She just launches out the front window. <laughs> just like, wear a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> um, fun fact i had to get tested last monday um because i had a stuffy nose and a sore throat uh i'm covid negative so we're all good yeah congratulations thank you thank you uh also i'm still at work so i didn't work when i was getting tested i self-isolated and that's when i started playing no man's sky it was the Ooh. perfect game to pick up during isolation because Basically, Elise locked me in the room when I got home and she's like, you may come out. Never. I was like, <laughs> and I'm still in there today. Now I know how Ellen felt. <laughs> she was so much more done by than me. This is like a probably, I think this room is probably six by six. So this is the room I was in when I was in isolation. So if anyone has a look around, I mean, only for video, this is video only content. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> So I had my Xbox and my tiny ass TV set up and just played No Man's Sky and picked back up Dragon Ball Super from where I left off at. So I was watching the universe of uh, the Tournament of Power saga and it's fucking mm. sick. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still getting through that. Like I'll get back into it for a couple of episodes that I'm like, yeah, it's really slow and then I'll drop it again and I'll pick it up again too. <laughs> I found there's a really easy way to watch Dragon Ball and that's basically, I mean, let's be honest. The first probably six minutes is the recap, the intro and like a little lead in. And the last probably two minutes 
is the guy going, what will Gohan do in this situation? What will the evil Jiren do about this? And then it ends. So if there's only like 18, probably 17 minutes of actual show. So if you just watch that, you could knock out three or four in an hour. Or I guess you could just like watch the recap for like every single episode and being like, yeah, I kind of get it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just love how they uh, have such this misconception of time throughout all of Dragon Ball. Like even the Dawnment of Power is supposed to be 47 minutes, but it's like yeah, a lot of episodes. Yeah, though that was famously made famous with, uh, with the Goku versus Freezer fight. It's like, in five minutes, the world will explode or whatever. And it's like literally like two arcs worth of episodes. That's fine. They explained that. They were both traveling. They were fighting so fast and it was slowed down for us. And also, you don't know how, much, how long a minute was on Namek. It could have been like 25 hours. Mm, yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> it sounds like well, really, really far away. question about the tournament arc. That's why it's so quickly. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, you know, it's like, it's 10 hundred kecks. It's like, how much is a keck? It's like 47 minutes. It's like, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know how you made that rationale, but, you know, maybe there's lost in translation. Maybe it's meant to be 47 hours. It's like, fuck it. No one will care about it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, I've just been watching that. Um, playing a bit of No Man's Sky. I've been playing some Sea of Thieves again. Actually, that's a lie. I haven't. When I turn on my Xbox after four months, it's like, you need 750 gigabytes of updates. Like, Cool, I'm not playing this anytime soon. Thanks, Bill Gates. Xbox. Stop it. Uh, yeah. So, Xbox, speaking of Xbox, they had a showcase, a Game Pass show. I mean, uh, Xbox Series 1X, X, 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 X conference. Call it what I'm calling it. I call it the next box. Oi. Hopefully, yeah. Let's start. Everyone start hashtagging next box and we'll, we'll take off. Take it off. Xbox had their showcase. How was it? Mm. What did you guys think? Uh, well, they spent a lot of time hyping up Halo just to show it off and being like, yeah, this looks kind of bad. Like, looks more, almost the same as uh, Fall, uh, looks almost the same as uh, Halo 3. Looks like uh, Fallout 4 with mods. <laughs> <laughs> Grappling hook's cool, but you know, nothing else except for that. It was, it's Halo with a hook shot. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. But it was um, not presentation-wise that great-looking compared to the other older games. No, on previous systems as well. Yeah, I'm very like I'm pretty much at this point under the impression that this Xbox that is going to be the Microsoft's last Xbox because they keep on like keep on making the same mistakes over and over and over again, not learning from like the mistakes and whatnot. Like even Nintendo, they were like, hey. We made great numbers with the Wii. Let's follow up with the Wii U. And it fucking tanked. And that, they learned from it. But Microsoft, <laughs> no. They just keep on making the same mistakes over and over. And even, even Sony learns, you know, from the PS3 to the PS4 and whatnot. But Taste more well, that's why. Well, that's why I really think they put it pushed really hard for the whole Game Pass during the whole convention as well. Mm. And if anything... Considering like, it's all about launching a new system and they're telling people directly, hey, go to our much cheaper online store on your PC and you get all the play these games. <laughs> yeah, I think I was talking about this with a friend of mine online that's really into gaming. But, you know, with Game Pass, it'd be great if it was on PC because, you know, you'd have all the, you know, the easily downloadable, like you have all your, you know, <sighs> bits and pieces in one area. And But at the same time, your average man doesn't do PC, so they got to do a console at the same time. So... They could make more money one way, but at the same time, they've got to spend more money and waste more money so they can earn more money. It's kind that of was a big, a lot of economics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I see what you mean. Because um, it's, it's either Xbox Game Pass or it's Combo Game, game Pass. There's no PC Game Pass. Yeah, if anything, they've got to start going the route of Stadia because Stadia is pretty much a gaming app that you can download and you can pretty much stream games directly to your console. They've got to start making it easy, you know, like like Netflix, you know, it's easy. You just download the app and you go. They've got to make it like that. Like, well, that's, make, that's what, make... that's what um, Xbox Cloud is. You saw the Xbox Cloud conference, didn't you? No. That's, that's what X, Xbox Cloud is a competitor to Stadia, basically, which you can play. Okay. You download the app, you can play on your smartphone, you can play on your TV, you can fucking mm. streams it from the, the cloud. And yeah. all you need is your Xbox controller and hook it up with the companion app. And then you, boom, you're playing on your phone. Who wants to play some Halo Fortnite? Wait, what's it called? I don't know. Fucking whatever. <laughs> some Fortnite <laughs> on your smartphone, you know? Yeah. I, don't know I don't know. But 
Stadia isn't doing so well. Yeah, it's not doing that great, I guess. And even, I suppose, Netflix, when it very first started, it wasn't doing that great either. But eventually, over time, you know, I mean, technically, this is Stadia's first console, quote-unquote, even though it's not really a console. But, um, yeah, you never know. It could start ticking off because they're starting to get a lot of third-party games on there. So, But I guess they really need that killer app, the reason to actually download it and, you know, start playing it. Because it's like, oh, boy, I can play Minecraft again. Cool. Yeah, well, I guess the, the, the problem with Stadia, the problem that they're in at the moment is because they're not really, you know, a games company as well. They don't understand their mind of the gamer. And with Netflix, Netflix, Netflix was the only thing around for so long, other than probably Hulu, mm-hmm. that it, it really got that base up. But now all the other competitors are like, oh, like Xbox Cloud and all that other stuff is going to start taking off and it's really going to saturate the market. So it could fuck mm-hmm. them over before they've even started to kick off. So we'll see. Yeah, I guess I'll have to wait and see. Yes. Mm. Yes. What were your impressions, Mr. Nerdy Nick, from the Xbox conference store? Well, I stayed up uh, late to watch it. Um, <laughs> yeah, what a wa- yeah, it was a bit of a waste. But at the same time, you can give it, like I said, the positives and negatives. Positives is that they showed a lot of games. Yeah. Which is what you want, especially when they're spe- selling you exclusive games because then buying out all these studios will naturally mean there's going to be a more higher rate of games coming out for their system than there was last time. Uh, we got at least free, I think free games from Obsidian alone were announced at that conference. Yeah, I actually think about two or three games were actually announced from that studio alone. That's right, yeah. The, um, the world first exclusives. Because fucking Xbox loves their world first exclusives. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, even, um, even notoriously, uh, like way back, I think it was like two years ago, three years ago, but it was um, Fallout 76 it's, six has made its debut on the Xbox stage like a day before the Bethesda event was supposed to happen. So, yeah, so Well, I'm yeah, thinking much yeah, further back than that. Uh, I remember when GTA 4 was coming out. Remember that it was only revealed for, to be at the PS4 at, for the meantime? Yeah. And then one E3, that's when... Um, I wouldn't be, I'm sorry, I wouldn't remember the main movie, but it's, it's the bald guy who was the head guy of Microsoft at the time. And he comes out on stage and everything. He's like, I got a big announcement. I actually got this freshly done. And he rolls up his sleeve and he says, it's like the new Grand Theft Auto is coming to Xbox <laughs> at the same time. What was, his, what was his name? Sean something? Sean, I don't know. Sean something. Well, I wouldn't be able to say right now. Yeah, I forgot mm. his name. It's, it's no Kaz Harai. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I think they, he has the, uh, the Halo 3 tattoo and the Grand Theft Auto 4 tattoo. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like, no, these are real. These are real tattoos. Like, I'm not putting this on. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah we had halo announced which you know i guess everyone i don't know halo fanboys would have jizzed their pants over yeah i guess like i've never really been into halo myself like like first person shooters have never really done it for me that's to be some sort of like thing above you know shoot the gun and the bad guy dies like i've yeah. done that a million times it's kind of boring repetitive very quickly i don't know yeah i can understand. i only played up to reach for the series oh Reach Halo. And that's pretty much considered the last real good one, and really haven't seen anything that's been that impressive or anything since then. Yeah, no, it was Halo Reach, and then what was it after Halo clutching its straws? Yeah, pretty much. That's when they got those bionicle-looking monsters, and I was like, <laughs> why? <laughs> um, so we had Fable. Did you see the Fable trailer? I mean, well, it's yeah, just more of an I animation. saw the the gameplay. Oh wait, wait, no, there was no gameplay. What's the yeah. Point? That real like, or oh, you know that the frog eats the fairy, fables coming out. <laughs> well, it's, uh, the one thing I saw on Twitter, the funniest thing was, um, mm, I like a bit more gameplay with my gameplay um, conferences. It's like, yeah, it's true. It was very uh, light on the gameplay for a lot of different games announced. Mm. Could be not good. Which uh, isn't good. I mean, we haven't really heard anything from uh, Metroid Prime 3 and Bayonetta 3 in years. And those were, you know, teaser trailers. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Fable's always had a bit of a, a soft place in my heart ever since uh, Xbox days. So hopefully. Mm. I mean, it's just called Fable. So I guess it's a reboot, remake, redo something. Yeah, because they tried a bunch of things with Fable in the past. They tried like some online stuff and some like kid-friendly stuff. Like they took it some some weird directions after three, but I guess we'll have to see if they try to bring it back to its roots. It's really, really weird. Yeah, and it was like a Connect game. <laughs> yeah, thankfully those two didn't come out. That was the Connect game, and there was the Fable. What was the four-player one? 
Yeah, it was like the make it. You, someone makes like a dungeon, and the other four players play. Through yeah, it. that one got canned as well. I did it. Yeah, I, I remember. All I remember was it being teased, and it's like, hey, get your friends together. That's when Xbox was pushing hard for the friendship thing, and PlayStation is like, we know you don't have any friends. Just keep playing games on your own. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Fable. Uh, we had Hellblade Two, fucking seen as Saga or whatever, using. I don't know. I haven't played a Hellblade game, so I don't know about you guys. Yeah, apparently Hellblade 1 was really good. It was supposed to like be a simulation of how like pretty much a crazy person is because the whole entire time you're playing, you hear like, voices. It's like, no, don't do this. You know, whatever. So it's supposed to be like a big uh, representative of, uh, I guess, people with disabilities or whatnot. So it was good for that, I guess. I but... The voices in my head, let alone the voices in someone else's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need any more voices in my head, thanks. <laughs> Too much company. Yeah. So the three of me has to wait somewhere else. Oh, we had Obsidian's next like large-scale role-playing game, Avowed. Again, no gameplay. Oh, wait, was no, there was a little bit, tiny sliver of gameplay. That, mm. that much. Um, so are you guys looking forward to Avowed? Maybe? Don't know. Yes? No? Uh... <laughs> Can't really re- remember, honestly. <laughs> that was the one where you like draw like fucking spells with your hand, and you got a sword, and it was like a real kind of Skyrimy looking game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I don't know. Well, there Many wasn't really much gameplay to show at all. It was just right. more showing settings, and then it's just like, you ready for it? It's like, well, I gotta see it first. Yeah, and medieval games in general just bore me to tears anyway. So, <laughs> here's a game that was trailered, and it was full of gameplay. State of Decay Three. Not a single inch of gameplay there. <laughs> yeah, I think like I was I was watching somebody else watch the trailer for it, and they were like, "Yeah, State of Decay Two doesn't look that good." Like, the, the, like the, I think the State of Decay was notorious for its average uh, average uh, graphics. So seeing the CG trailer, it's like, "Yeah, the final product isn't going to look that great." <laughs> yeah, State of Decay, both one and two, um, they were good games, um, but I don't know. Hopefully they go a bit harder on this one for the multiplayer aspect. The I like the main story aspect of it, but then you're like, it's like get materials, build base, upgrade base, move on if you get too many survivors. So hopefully they, they play with the, the core concept of the game just a bit, which would be pretty cool. Um, with Crossfire X. Um, what the fuck was Crossfire X? That was the first person shooter. <coughs> A psychological fucking crazy ass game. Xbox loves to draw drive this one. Well the tits though. Fantasy Star Online 2. Hooray! It is the one game I'm excited for because we'll be able to actually play online again after ages of playing it only on I don't know what was it? It was on GameCube. It was originally on Dreamcast. Yeah, it hasn't been on console for the longest time. There's been uh, versions that have been pretty much PC exclusive, but I'm guessing this is the first version that's coming to PC after, you know, 15 years or 10 years or whatever. It's been about 10 years since it came out. And basically it was only in a recent three or four years that Seeker's solution was, we'll just open up the servers to everyone else, but not translate the game. Oh, yeah, cool. (laughs) When we had a bunch of Sonics in the game. Like, yeah, cool. (laughs) The mod world. Sonics everywhere. Oh no, Knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> knock, knock, it's Knuckles. <laughs> like my knuckles. Um, what other games of note would you guys say you saw? Uh, there was Stalker 2, which uh, I haven't played Stalker 1, but I know that Stalker 1 has its you know, very ravenous and very large fan base, so I guess they're excited about that. Stalker 1 also took a long time to go from alpha to beta to release. So. Mm. So it's like, it's basically, it took about the same amount of time as The Forest to get released. And I mm. still don't think The Forest is like fully completed. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I know about Stalker 1 is that it's set in Russia. So when you're running around, you just hear, Suka blit! Yeah, chicky bricky. <laughs> uh, the Russian. Um, there was, yeah, Destiny 2. Uh, they've just upgraded Destiny 2 a bit. That was an announcement, so fuck that. Psychonauts 2. Again, actually saw gameplay and everything looking pretty good. Jack Black, yeah, <laughs> there's they gotta have some sort of like contract with Tim Schafer or Jack Black because he like keeps on coming back, they keep on collaborating for whatever reason. So, I don't know. Uh, there was um, 
tell me why that was that kind of life is strange-ish looking game. Yeah, Unfortunately, that, was... that game will now forever be associated with Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I was about to say that. It's like, oh, it's that game. What was that game? Tell me why. <laughs> uh, it's episodical. So the first chapter is coming out on August 27th. What was that really bad French looking game? Where it looked like you just animated like one frame at a time. And I'm like, what is this? Is this a PowerPoint presentation? Wait, you're talking about the one that looked like the photorealistic one? Where it was yeah, just- photorealistic. And they moved it like one frame every time. I'm like, what the hell is this? And this is not a game. <laughs> yeah, it looked like something that was made in fucking um, 3D Movie Maker or something like that from ages ago. It looks up. like something you're doing when pitching, when making a movie or something like that. So, that, you know, everyone gets an idea of what it looks like and everything. Yeah, initial storyboards. It reminds me a lot of those uh, visual novels that were made for the PSP and the PS Vita. Yeah, but they're passing off like it's a complete thing. It's like, no, this is not a complete game. Go back and finish it. <laughs> oh, we forgot to animate everything. Oh, yeah, you forgot to put in 3D models. <laughs> uh, just wait for your uh, indie fanboys to come slamming at your door. It's like, don't complain about artistic integrity. You know, these guys work so hard. And no, they just took a bunch of pictures and put it on like a background. No, when I pay for it, I'm going to be number one criticizer because it's my money that decides it. And it's like, no, go back, put some effort in, then you get my money. I wonder if that was like a work in progress thing they just showed to the producers and they're like, this is great. This is how it's going to look, right? And it's like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. We only spent like 15 bucks on it. Oh, we'll give you $100 million to finish it. It's finished. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> Hello Neighbor 2. Did you guys play Hello Neighbor, the first one? Uh, no, like Hello Neighbor became extremely popular because of YouTubers. Like, I don't know why the whole entire Hello Neighbor fandom, I guess. Like, it just became really popular because YouTubers were playing and like, oh no, the neighbor's right there. Look, I'm really scared, guys. Look how scared I am. I just like, uh, I can explain it. I actually played uh, the first Hello Neighbor and what it was the the demo and beta to yeah. actually the complete game well when it first was in the demo and beta and everything it was really set up that it was going to be uh it's a murder mystery basically and what you do is you try and find the way into the neighbor's basement what happens uh but yeah. the, the ai is actually pretty good for the neighbor itself like all the activities emotions what he does through the house and everything so he has his own routine at the same time and so what it usually set up at the end of the demo beta is that you would try to get either locks or whatever to get into the basement. And then it would go into this whole, um, like a psychedelic demonic trip of you running down all these different types of corridors and areas escaping from him and everything, you know, setting up that something is not right within the house or something. I remember. And so when they, yeah, and that's basically what the whole premise was. It was all a big what if and everything else like that. But then when the actual game came out, it was just, oh, you got to the end of the basement. Congratulations. And then it just reloads the house with other racky, well, different rooms, different placements. And it'd be like, yep, there you go. Do it again. <laughs> you did it. Here's a thumbs up. There was actually a uh, spin-off game that they made, which wasn't really pushed as hard as Hello Neighbor. It was a, uh, it was a multiplayer game where you play as four kids but one kid is randomly, secretly a neighbor. So they had to expose themselves. They had to turn into the neighbor and then, you know, take down the kids and the kids could defend themselves and whatnot. And I actually saw some gameplay of it and it actually looked pretty fun. Yeah, I remember seeing the trailer for that one. What was it called? Secret Neighbor, I think. Yeah, something like that. And it looked much fun than the initial game, ironically, even though the yeah. initial game is pushed way harder. Well, see, I, I got Hello Neighbor on Game Pass when it was out there for a while. So I played it. I played... I think I played through three chapters of it. I really did enjoy just going over the neighbor's house and just throwing all his shit everywhere. Um, <laughs> basically, Dennis the Menace the game. And then he'd come home. He's like, oh, what are you doing in my house? Get out, get out. And then it's interesting the way it would adapt based on how you tried to enter his house. So if you tried to enter through the back window, it'd like have like security cameras there next time. And then, yeah, it was really adaptive gameplay. And then, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think I did remember hearing something about that. Like, it learns as you play, something like that. Yeah. And, yeah, but as Nick said, it did just repeat itself over the last three acts. But it kind of had this layered gameplay and it was trying to be art house at the same time. Basically, the third act is when you're all grown up and you're like, oh, I remember this neighbor's house. And you go back there and it's like, oh, no, it's all burnt down. But it's like, oh, no, I'm back there. I am now the neighbor. I don't know. I think he's like daughter died. <laughs> you become the neighbor, then a kid breaks in and looks exactly like... Uh, oh, man. Imagine that for the chapter. We come back to the doll. It's just like, I'm going to get rid of that neighbor. <laughs> and then you replace the neighbor. 
Just knocks on the door and blasts him with a shotgun. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, Hello Neighbor 2 might be interesting, but I don't know how they're going to do it because, I don't know, there must be a different neighbor. And why did he look like some kind of weird cartoon Italian villain? He's like, Wah. I'm going to put you on the train tracks. <laughs> yeah. So other than that, Xbox, you know, they had games, gameplay, some gameplay, not much. That's about it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't really anything writing home about, even though we've been talking about it for how long now? Eight seconds. Oh, good. Perfect. <laughs> anything else in the world? Well, uh, Nintendo, they recently released their, you know, Nintendo Direct Mini, which wasn't really anything. I think the whole entire thing was like, Four minutes long or eight minutes long or something like that. So yeah, it was eight minutes long. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, "Oh, here we go. Here's the wait. It's over. <laughs> what?" <laughs> so a lot, it was a lot of like smaller indie stuff. They're like, "Oh, here's this. This is coming," but uh, that wasn't really the big news with Nintendo. Um, recently, uh, there was a lot of older uh, Super Nintendo and Nintendo sixty four uh, early builds that were dumped on the internet. Ooh. So there was like early builds of uh, like Yoshi Story and like Mario World. You got to see like the initial uh, progress of um, like Yo- Yoshi was originally like really skinny. Then you get to saw the progress. Like he eventually became like more and more developed over time. Uh, but that wasn't really the big news. The big news was um, Super Mario 64 because uh, notoriously in the very backyard there's a statue of a star and it says on, on the statue, L is real, 24-1. And a lot of people were trying to investigate this for years. They're like, what does it mean? It's so mysterious. And Nintendo's like, yeah, it doesn't mean anything, whatever. But they actually found in the sources code that um, Luigi was going to be playable at one point um, for uh, multiplayer purposes. And guess when this leak came on the internet? 24 years and one month after the initial game's release. Oh. Coincidence? Maybe. X-File theme. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, interesting stuff. That is pretty interesting. Um, what, what other kind of leaks or dumps was there throughout that dump? Um, there was like some, like just some prototype type stuff that eventually didn't end up using. Like there was going to be humans in, um, Star Fox at one point and there was like a lot of death animations they didn't use and stuff like that. So yeah, just some interesting, uh, fact finding and hunt finding, I guess, just some initial concepts they didn't end up using and like unused voice clips for like Mario and Luigi that were going to be in Mario 64 and stuff like that. So yeah, it's all the internet. It's all on YouTube. You can find it. So, all right. Let's we'll have, a, cool have a deep dive of that and check it out. Yeah. Um, also of note, we had our San Diego Comic-Con SDCC at home over the last weekend. Um, it was mainly an in-depth amount of panels that everyone could watch at home, um, mainly for the fact that there hasn't been too many, too much things released. Like To put it into perspective, The Walking Dead, they announced the season finale of season 10 is going to be released on October 4th, but also they didn't show us anything new from it. So oh. everyone expected a trailer for the episode or something extra, but there was nothing, just the first minute, which we've already seen. And then a couple of other stuff and just discussions. So I don't know what's going on. To it's kind of like they can't really film anything at this current time or something. The stay at home order has been rescinded. So people can go back to work, but people are hesitant. Um, but like also when it comes to VFX and stuff, they should be able to do that from home. Just pass it around. Like, mm, uh, yeah, exactly. Just do what they did with uh, Mandalorian or whatever, where it's like, yeah, just uh, fake your backgrounds, like just project them. Yeah, just use the Unreal Engine and do it. Mm. I mean, to put it in perspective, the Mandalorian's still on track, and um, the only new real show of note that I've noticed that is still going ahead was His Dark Materials is getting a season two. And if you guys hadn't seen his dark materials, it's actually really good. It was a HBO slash BBC production that came out last year based on a book. Mm. And it was really, really high production value. And season two is going ahead because it wasn't filmed in America. So they skirted the issue a bit. Other than that, we saw a, did you see the full trailer for Bill and Ted face the music? Yes. I saw the new trailer. Yeah, I believe so. I'm going to see it just for like shits and giggles sake. Cause 
I mean, it's Bill and Ted. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, I've seen the first movie. I've seen little parts of the second one, but yeah, why not? Because, uh, yeah, it might be funny, guys. Comedy. Yeah, Comedy's back, guys. <laughs> it's not Adam Sandler goes on a holiday, then falls over. <laughs> and gets paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so anything. Uh, there was a couple of other different shows. Uh, Helistorm. Uh, Marvel's Helistorm. Have you guys heard of that? I haven't heard of Helistorm. No. I think the boys announced they got season two up and running. They've been announced. Yeah, that. there's already been trailers and yeah. some sneak, snip clips on the internet, basically. The boys even had a season three announcement that they've been greenlit for season three as well. So, Oh, nice. Uh, they expect season two to do very well. There was a couple of Amazon shows. Nothing really of note. So, unfortunately, SDCC, as well as it went, it wasn't you know exactly what people wanted from it. There was not too many trailers. Because, you know, SDCC is the time when people see, oh, all like thousands of trailers and then all the YouTubers come out of the, the woodwork and compile them and like, watch my compilation of all the trailers for my clicks. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we're going to show this off live. Don't take video feed. We're just going to put it online in like an hour anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that didn't exactly go down. Oh, well, I mean, people would have had fun. The fanboys would have had fun. I mean, unfortunately, it... it because it was in America in America time, every pop, like every night it would have been on for us. So The Walking Dead season finale comes out on October 4th. The first episode of the companion series, um, A World Beyond, is directly after it. So we'll see how that goes. I don't know how that show is going to go. I just think because of the like the trailers and everything, it's because of everything else. So when it comes to main production, it's like that's why we haven't got anything new from Hollywood or anything yeah. recently. Yeah, well, um, Christopher Nolan's uh, magnum opus, Tenet, has been delayed indefinitely because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Avatar 2, delayed indefinitely just because yeah. it's not fucking done. And don't even tell me it was because of COVID because it's not. It's because it hasn't been done. <laughs> they haven't been working <laughs> on that film. <laughs> yeah, I've only been working on it for like nine years. Give me a break, guys. Yeah, Jimmy Boy, you said you'd work on it after Alita Battle Angel came out, and Alita came out and it did well. Like, fuck off. It's like... Um, Where he does the rustling of the paper when on, people are on the other fi- side of the phone. Yeah, hear the work I'm doing. Oh, so busy. Whoa, process that paper. What are you talking about, Jim? You just went to the fucking bottom of the ocean. It's like, oh, yeah, you know I was bored. Um, it's like, do you, um, what's his name? Peter Jackson, who has, still hasn't made Tintin 2 yet. But he made that fucking, he produced that Mortal Engines movie that was really bad. And I mean, mm. really bad. Yeah, I've heard that apparently a lot of the cool stuff in the trailer only happens at the very start of the movie. And the, the, oh, the movie's kind of crap. I was so, it was so pandering to China. Like the, the city of London was the evil one. It's like the, like the Chinese were like, we love everyone. Come into our friendly community. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not what it's like at all. Don't you give you that shit. You come break rock in Gulag, okay? <laughs> oh, sorry, just that uh, you said that. Um, some that just made me think about a game I've just been playing recently. That's exactly like that. That's uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, I've heard quite a bit of that. I've not played it or watched any game footage. I don't know why, because I don't know. I I don't know. Yeah, you don't have well, a PlayStation, so you may as well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, basically, yeah, to sum up your thing when it comes down to people complaining about and everything, it's when I was playing this game at the very start, when you start playing away, um, you realize it's the Japan versus the invading Mongolian army. Mm. It's what's actually happened. This is actually in history where they turned up and everything. And I realized within the first five minutes, I was like, there is no way a Japanese company could ever make a game like this. Because everyone <laughs> would be like, oh, look at all this propaganda of them, you know, beating the Mongolians and everything else like that. It's just like, it's genius. And a Western developer did it. <laughs> yeah, that's been happening on Twitter. Everyone, all the Americans have been going like, oh, no, this is so racist against Japan. And Japan's being like, oh, man, this game's awesome. Like, I've got no problem with it. Yeah, all the Twitter reviews of Japanese games are like, wow, this is awesome. Wow, I, I love killing Mongolians. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of biased propaganda, uh, did you hear North Korea had its first COVID-19 case the other day? Oh, oh. yeah, its first one, right. <laughs> yeah, right. Sure, guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My head off. I'm like, I mean, let's be honest, 90% of you are already dead from COVID 19. Don't tell me you're on the first case. <laughs> Fucking liars. 
Uh, and apparently it was brought back by someone who snuck across the border and came back. I'm like, he's no longer alive. He didn't yeah. die. <laughs> Tragically to say. Kim Jong-un's famous anti-aircraft gun assassination. Oh, no. Their best propaganda is the pumping out his sister everywhere. Oh, yeah. She's on a You know, they make her out as like the, everyone, yeah, that's what I've seen people do it. It's just like, they're like, wow, look how good looking and everything she is. Like, yeah, she's in charge of a horrible nation. Yeah. yeah let's all ignore that. Oh, she's so quiet. <laughs> it's like, oh, look yeah. at her threatened, look at her threatened South Korea. I will obliterate you back to last year. It's like, whoa, she's so cute. Like, stop. <laughs> she's so cute when she's mad. <laughs> It's like when everyone went up about the Ukrainian defense minister or whatever her name was, that chick. Oh, yeah, the blonde. Yeah, and everyone was like, wow, she looks like an admiral from an anime. It's like, oh, you guys need to stop. Stop. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> on the internet for a little bit. Go outside and watch the news. Please. <laughs> the world begs of you. Just leave. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so it's North Korea. An update of COVID-19 around the world. I <laughs> Quarantine recommends. Let's give three recommendations each of movies, games, or TV shows for everyone to enjoy during their lockdown or their corresponding COVID. All right. Well, I'm drawing a big blank here, so I'm going to move it on to somebody else. <laughs> all right. I'll step up. Okay. I've been doing uh, all the quarant- all the other stuff during lockdown, like I said, with movies and games and everything else. Uh, like I said, Ghost of Tsushima, which is if you have a PS4, check it out. It's really worth it. Uh, yeah. Sucker Punch games make really, really good looking games and this game is no exception it loads very quickly too so a lot of praise with that as well um same with the game as well you're right like in my case i've already much pretty much broken i'm not even past chapter one and i've broken the game over my knee already (laughs) because of all the stats i've exploited already awesome and now for the next part uh classic films that i've been watching because of again after i finished red dead redemption 2 i've been going back to older films based in the time western western films or films when they inset that time period and everything uh that included watching again because the death of the composer the good and the bad the ugly what a classic film yeah huko is just the most amazing character i've ever that's ever been created like (laughs) oh the relationship between him and clint is like try to murder each other back and forth and he's just like no you're still my best friend ain't whitey (laughs) (laughs) if you're gonna shoot shoot don't talk that's probably one of the best lines in that whole thing uh, but the main reason I went back to the Westerns is because I remember in Red Dead Redemption 1, I could pick out the locations from the Clint Eastwood films in my collection and everything. In 2, I knew one distinct film that I watched. It was called Tombstone. Yes. Because the main villain of Red Dead Redemption, to, uh, the still main character, Dutch Van Dan- uh, Dutch Vanderland, he's dressed up as Buffalo Bill, the guy who is the head of, well, I'm not sure it's Buffalo Bill, the head of the Cowboys gang, same red shirt, outfit, mustache, hair, and everything. And then that's where he has the infamous gunfight with Kurt Russell. Yep. And that's where he goes across the river and Kurt Russell just gets up and does the infamous, no, walking across the river. And he's just like, yeah, watch him. No. And he's walking, yeah, get some. No. And he's wasting on like, yeah, get wrecked, Dutch. (laughs) I love the classic westerns. All the spaghetti westerns are just such classics. Have you seen any of the Bud Spencer Terrence Hill ones? Like, my name is oh no that's the thing i thought spaghetti this is the funny story i only just recently found out spaghetti westerns i thought were just the what people call western films yeah because i was thinking oh blood packs look like the blood of like pasta sauce like spaghetti so i was thinking ah that's what it was called and that's when kyle told me he's like no it's when italians made their own westerns that's what they called it It was like a racist slur and i was like what (laughs) i didn't know that at all Yeah, it was like Sergio Leone and all those boys like coining. It's like this is what life was like in the West, huh? Like, yeah, <laughs> your guess is as good as ours. And you know, Erico, uh, Ennio Morricone, like creating the infamous sound of the West. I think that's just brilliant. Like everything yeah. attributed to the West is because of his soundtracks. Yeah, absolutely. He gave the West a voice, and I think that's beautiful. So, R.I.P. to him. But he finally won his award for Django. No, 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 yeah. not Django. It was for The Hateful Eight. My bad. I was yes. Django, but it was The Hateful Eight. Um, yes, and another one, uh, since we'll just talk about a Western again, was a rewatching of the uh, Magnificent Six or Magnificent Seven. That's the correct title. Yeah. 
Yeah, which is basically of the Seven Samurai, and I've seen both films before. So actually, this is my first time watching The Magnificent Seven. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's the thing. I heard about this film and the theme song, <laughs> which we'll get into it funny for a second, a story about that in Australia with that theme song. Um, but yeah, basically, I heard that it was a film that was the Western, the Americanized ver- American version of Samurai Seven. Um, and both, I recommend both watching both films because they have their own strengths and everything else. Um, but yeah, basically when it comes to the plot, for one for one, it's basically the same. Like a village is under attack by bandits or, an, or are being placed by El Banditos in this situation and people get give a, what money they have to go to America or off to a distant village or anything to try and hire people to come back and protect them. Yep. <laughs> and basically it follows that same structure of how the people meet each other and everything from the duels and everything else. Um, but yeah, overall, it's basically one, it was really shocking to see because again, uh, Charles Bronson, like it is a much, much younger man in this films versus all the other films I have in my collection. I've got him as all like the E. Bailey, but he became really older with the mustaches and all that well, like in the death wish films and everything. All that. <laughs> Jesus, where you going to meet him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well it's it's interesting to talk about that. Like East and West, like um the the themes were very similar between the two different genres and you even got to see a combination of those two in do you remember the movie A Warrior's Way? Did you see that one? Yes. Yeah, so that was classic, you know, that was an East Goes West film and that was just amazing. Like just completely it hit the nail on the head. Like you had the bloody assassins in Weston come over crossed, small child. And that's why those animes always have the best storylines where you've got like a stranger has to go on a quest and they just move from one place to another, helping people along the way until they finally achieve their goal. Even like Cowboy Bebop. Well, that's what it is. You look at, it's the, like that's what I was thinking. It's like the cowboy and the samurai, no different, was just basically just came to the weapon of choice, which was guns versus swords. And that's basically it. 100% agree. And it's just, it's just a beautiful time. Like both of those times were just beautiful times and beautiful to be. Yeah, no internet. Yeah. (laughs) Not living past 30. Yeah. Getting nice and stinky. And that'd be your highlight of the month is that you could afford a bath (laughs) and you could pay the extra 50 cents on it and have a lady wash you. Yeah. Have enough uh, left over for our booze at the end of the day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I can't even imagine what life would be like with the internet back then. It's like, have you seen what's going on in this civil war? Lol. What? (laughs) No, I think usually did. that's the funny part is like watching the, some of the films I have have actually captured exactly what it was like. Then. It was all mostly telegram. Yep. So it was for mostly instant messages around an area um, and newspapers most likely were the same as ours not up to date. So people was like, I already heard this on telegram. Get out of here <laughs> and everything. Uh, I think um, probably one of my favorite scenes in the good, the bad and the ugly is when, you know, the choirs all singing and that like um, angel eyes are just beating the shit out of Tuco. And like that guy. Oh yeah, that's in the prison camp. Yeah, and the one guy looks at the window and he's like, he knows what goes on in there, so he just starts to cry but sing louder. Yeah, and then the guy's like, "Hey, get back to playing that fat fiddle, boy!" And they're just like, "Please don't beat him to death." <laughs> and then Tuco gets his own with that fat guy. He just pushes him over the, the out of the train, and then he just leaves him on the train tracks while the train comes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, I still say my favorite Tuco scene is when he first just arrives in town. He goes in the gun store and he's just like, ah, revolvers. And he's like, this one, this one, this one. The guy takes them all out and he's just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's like comparing because he's, you know, working. He's figuring out the weight and how fast it fires for him and everything. He's just like, and some bullets. Uh-huh. All right. Now, how much money you have? Because <laughs> they just gave him the gun with all the ammo. It's like, oh, you got 200, sir. Well, I'll take it. <laughs> and then he just walks out and leaves it and everything. <laughs> That's classic. Classic Tuco. <laughs> I got another one that just recently came out. It is Carrion or Carry On, depending how you pronounce it. I'm not sure yet because I've only just played the start of it in the meantime and unlocked uh, free abilities at the time. I don't know if there's a possessing person yet to make other people attack people yet, but. When it comes to playing like the monster, you can actually move through vents and everything. It's all done in a 2D perspective. Ah, and so the monsters, you mean the theme. yeah, and the monsters, um, oh, yeah, it's the all theme. pixel art and everything. And it's the monster is phenomenally animated, like multiple mouths and all everything else, like the monster from, if you have not seen that movie, I don't know why everyone's listening to this podcast. Go watch that fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, basically it's a, an abomination of a monster that basically can just grab people and 
eats them and everything and it keeps growing from it and everything else like that. That's cool. After that's on Game Pass, I might have to get it because I saw it a couple of times. I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it's the red monster. You can mm. tell because it's mostly red more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if it's on Game Pass, absolutely play it. I will. Yeah, and I heard I it's think... very short as well. It's only like three hours long. So yeah, on... so it's a good thing. Seven hundred or so megs. So it's not a massive game. And I just uh, perused my uh, Netflix list. There was a couple of things that I watched on there, but I'm like, I completely forgot what were they again. But um, <laughs> but I one two yeah. Yeah, I can look it up right here. But uh, I ended up watching uh, Ready Player One. Ah, yes. Which wasn't nice. too bad. Like, I remember when that film came out, a lot of people were, like, really giving it shit. Like, they were really shitting on it. But I actually enjoyed it. It actually wasn't too bad at all. You know, it was like, they, they go into the video game, and then it's a video game, and they got to find a thing in the video game. But no. All I saw is, I know that reference. Hey, I know that reference, too. And I know yeah. that reference. Though the screen was so cluttered with like characters, you have to like stop and go frame by frame to actually catch to actually like see that. all the references. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm like, you know, not going to get out of my way to do that. It's like, oh yeah, there's Tracer from Overwatch. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Six hours in the book. Um, yeah. So that was what Steven Spielberg, and he was trying to like really make that like the epic was it the epic it was put out to be or was it kind of just okay yeah i guess it you know epic scale but like a lot of epic stuff was obviously cg so yeah there wasn't really any like i guess negative effects it's like you you die in the game okay whatever your character just resets and you lose everything whatever that's fine i said it's not like dot hack like no it's not like you die in the game you die for real i don't think there's any of that Oh, yeah. I still haven't watched that yet. I've been meaning to, but I don't know. Every single time I look at the trailer, I'm like, it looks way too digital. Yeah, it looks all right. Like, it's fine, I guess. Like, I just pretty much just put it on and sit, chill back and watch it. And for what it was, I enjoyed it. So, right. yeah, it's okay. <laughs> and there's also a lot of uh, Shining references as well. And I'm a big Shining fan. So, good. Good. I definitely, Sweet. for I sure. I just remembered uh, something both that me and Dylan watched uh, recently, the film Gangs of New York. Mm. Leo, back in the day. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio with North yeah, the, the blood remains on the blade. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, I recently just was thinking about that film because of the phenomenal antagonist, Bill the Butcher. Yeah, he was such a good character in that film. Like, I haven't seen that movie in forever, so now that you've mentioned it, I might need to rewatch it. Well, I really highly recommend it. Um, Again, I'm going to tell people this is uh, set in the... Again, this film is meant to be set in the time of just around the Civil War because they have the draft rights and everything in that film and everything. Um, So, yeah, you're going to hear a lot of stuff that you're um, probably going to get offended about because that's how they talked back then. (laughs) It's not like Red Dead Redemption 2 where everyone was very polite to each other and everything. No, it wasn't. It was quite an awful time to live in. All these white people just casually saying the N-word. It's like, all right, then. That's happening. People just getting robbed in the streets. And it's all, well, what, the classic one, someone getting off the boat. It's like, go back, you Pat. Go back to where you're from, Patty, and throws a, fo- a brick in a woman's face. <laughs> well, you can't make a movie about history without showing the darkest point of history. Well, the other thing on my uh, Netflix list that I watched was um, also video game related. Ironically, I swear it wasn't on purpose. But um, yeah, it was the uh, it was the new Jumanji. It wasn't the new new Jumanji. It was the old new Jumanji. I guess the first reboot that they made. I was very impressed with that movie. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one where they go into the game Atari game of Jumanji. Yeah, where they get sucked into like the 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 video game, pretty much all um, the game, I guess it uh, it evolves and it's like, yeah, I'm a video game now because this guy's playing a video game, so get sucked into the video game. Um, but yeah, that also had a lot of tropes. It's being like, whoa, we got lives and all this <laughs> other stats, and I'm like, oh god, it's trying to paint a fan <laughs> of people that don't know what video games are. But um, yeah, that wasn't too bad either. Like, yeah. I don't have many hopes Sorry. for the next level, to be honest, but um, we'll see how it goes. I yeah, like, I did watch the trailer for that, and that seems to be, like, a lot of more of the same, except, like, hey, Danny DeVito's in it, and he's old, and he's playing a character, like, he's been sucked into a body that's not so old. Wow, <laughs> wacky. <laughs> awesome, yeah, so that's a, that's a strong recommend, actually. Um, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Um, mm. Strong recommend. 
Mm. Um, so for me, uh, his dark materials, HBO, basically it's set in an alternate version of earth where everyone, um, is linked to an animal basically, which they call a demon and they're linked by their souls, obviously. So if the human dies, the animal dies. And if the animal dies, the human dies. And it's all this conspiracy stuff about all his children getting kidnapped and all this other sh- awesome shit happens. And there's good guys, bad guys, and it's everything you need from a show. So it only goes for like eight episodes, but it's a strong recommend, a really good watch. Um, back to the, I rewatched Lock and Key as well. So if anyone's not mm. watching Lock and Key yet, 100% recommend it. It's a really- I did end up watching that and it was all right. Like it reminded me a lot of, uh, Oh God, what's that other Netflix show that has ghosts in it? It reminded me a lot of that. Um, Scooby-Doo. Oh, cool. No, not Scooby-Doo. No. <laughs> Come on. In they're not real ghosts. They're people in the sheets and costumes. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, like museum curators and fucking like art professors. Mr. Jenkins, the park owner. Yeah, oh, I would have gotten away with it too on murdering these women if it wasn't for you children. <laughs> um, another show with ghosts. Let's see, there's a lot of shows. Uh, Supernatural. Um, oh, was the the haunting of Hill House? They reminded me a lot of that. Yeah, the ha- so the haunting of Hill House was such a slow burn for me. I was like, oh, but if you rewatch, you can see all just people just standing in the background. It's like, oh, there's a ghost. There's a ghost. There's a ghost. 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 Yeah, there's apparently like a bunch of like secret ghosts in the background that you wouldn't really notice on your first uh, watch through. Yeah, like yeah, they're making a sequel to that series. It's like a, the haunting of I don't know, Britain House or something. So yeah, apparently the original was based off a, a short story or a book or something, but apparently like it's supposed to end there. So having a second season is kind of contradictory. Contradictory, like it's like where do we go from here? So I guess it's going to be something completely new. Yeah, well, that was know. basically a series told because of the book which had like you know the haunting the house on the hill and all those other movies the old school movies that were coming out so Hmm. yeah so i don't know yeah lock and key really hit a note for me i don't know because there hadn't been too much stuff like that at the time especially since that was all we got before covid and i had aaron ashmore in it and he was like i'm not (laughs) on stop pretending i'm sean Every every single time he was on screen, I was just hearing your voice going, Sean Ashmore. <laughs> There's no Sean, it's Aaron. Aaron Ashmore. I don't know if anyone is, but I played Man in Medan, and every single time I saw Sean Ashmore, I said his name, and I made a supercut, and I literally said his name about a thousand times. It's the most annoying fucking video I've ever made in my life. Go look, on. In, look in the description for the link. <laughs> I haven't watched. It's all about Sean, my boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Lock and Key. Um, other than that, me and Lisa have just been rewatching The Amazing Race. Oh. <laughs> uh, I went and rewatched some episodes of Samurai Jack recently. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because the game trailer for a watch trailer was shown recently, and it looks yeah. like they are going to go through all the way through the story. Mm-hmm. So that should be very fun. Um, for nostalgia's sakes, but also for good ass gameplay, because he wouldn't let anything slide that wasn't good. Hmm. Oh, there's been a few pretty crappy Samurai Jack games. That's what I'm saying. But this one actually looks like a good one. Yeah, even the uh, Afro Samurai game wasn't that great. So yeah, let's hope we can make a good one this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, other than that, there hasn't been too much uh, word from anyone really in Hollywood. They're um, all just sticking to their guns, waiting for this COVID to happen. Uh, Scott Morrison did announce that he's trying to put like together a bunch of tax breaks for people to start filming stuff down in Australia again. Not Victoria because we're a hotbed of shit right now. So <laughs> yeah, I'd say like Victoria. It's okay to skip out of Victoria entirely. Yeah. Victoria is the do whatever you can to sink the state. It's the smallest and most popular state, so that makes sense. Yeah, uh, like yeah. if the road, ocean just went up a couple of meters, no one would miss it. <laughs> <laughs> And we'd live like Kevin Costner's fucking water world, man. Well, that's what Captain Planet predicted next year. Yeah, I shot, I shotgun Ben Dennis Hopper. <laughs> well, Tasmania, Tasmania would be first, and then we'd be like, yeah, nothing is, nothing of league was lost. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, except, oh no, my whiskey. <laughs> uh, yeah, so probably South Australia, um, Western Australia, and Queensland will probably benefit from the uh, movies, TV shows, anything coming down and being filmed because that should create a lot of jobs that should create some, and it might be a way for them to get around this filming prohibition. So yeah. 
Good luck. Just make another Mad Max. And if you can't, make a Mad Max like Mad Max. Made a, made, make a Max is mad. Well, that's yeah. the thing. They have studios in Queensland as well. They just don't use them. Yeah, because once um, Hollywood started coming over to Australia all the time, all the people were like, hey, 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 let's get you some more money out of you. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where they filmed the radioactive movie. Yeah, more taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a leaving town tax too. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly what Australia did. And it's like, well, they didn't come back. They went to fucking uh, Nicaragua or something and started filming movies there instead and just exploited the locals. Thank you. Well, they needed basically the biggest push was when that's when the, their economy tanked and yeah. our dollar actually went past theirs. <laughs> we can't. And they were just like, now it costs us to film that, not buy. Stick to Canada, thanks. We basically own it. Ah, yes. So that's that's the world of COVID uh, for us at the moment. Um, we've got a bit of a bastardized release schedule, but um, even if it's like once a week or once a fortnight, we'll still try and get content out for you people. Yeah. And you know, the, the less we do it, the more you miss us, right? So yeah. if we do it too much, it'll be an overwhelming presence, but hey. Drive that demand, everyone. <laughs> yeah, so well, I think this is a good idea for give someone people something to listen to more than anything else. Mm. But at the same time, we can we just have to give the best message that we can. It's just like everyone is all going to be fine if you go along with what's the right thing to do. Yeah, and cover, get yourself a different hobby. Yeah, cover your face. Cover your face. <laughs> Besides that, <laughs> like an actual different hobby, like read different books or try and find try a new hobby to try out in the meantime. Because yeah, exactly. Like I said, there's a lot of t- you got a lot of time to do it now. Yeah, rewatch your DVD collection. Like all those things that you're saying you're going to read or watch that you never got around to. And here's the perfect time. Yes, and enjoy yourself while doing it and say, I'm having fun. Yeah. That's what you're having fun. But yes. Yeah, you're being so, entertained. Convince, <laughs> tell yourself, and you'll get your dopamine hit. You'll be like, ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really great. <laughs> it was really good rewatching that old film. Ooh. Oh. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, feels good, man. <laughs> All of a sudden, the Pornhub theme just sounds like, oh, whoops, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, to everyone in Australia, just don't fuck up like we did. Um, not us personally, because I'm being a good boy. But um, yeah, everyone in Victoria, wear your mask. Or I'll mm. come to your house and I'll punch you in the mouth with a mask on. Um, <laughs> and I have a hell of a mask on my hand. Yeah. <laughs> if you're unable to leave the house, you can still use a bandana or a shirt to make a mask as well. Mm. Yep. I even saw someone wearing their hoodie on backwards the other day. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, that's what actually happened when I saw it in my area as well. There was a guy just sitting there and the cops asked him what happened and he just turned his jacket around too. <laughs> and then they just left him alone. <laughs> Hogan mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but, um, stay safe. We had a massive day of numbers today. Uh, the peak. They think it is, but I don't believe anything Brett Sutton says at the moment. He said this was supposed to turn around two weeks ago, so he's lost all credibility. He's like Zach Bagans from Ghost Adventures. Um, no credibility whatsoever. But let's just keep on keeping on, and we'll be fine, and we'll come out of this stronger than ever. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. So I'll catch you boys on the flip side when we talk about, boom, Indiana Jones. I've set up. We're going to talk about all the Indiana Joneses. So we're we watching the films and then talking about them? Yeah. All yeah. right. Crystal Skull. The what? The what? The who? Even the Crystal Skull, man. Well, what mm-hmm. are you talking about? I'm talking about the, the, the one that came after, the fourth one, the third one. Sure. I don't no. read fan fiction. <laughs> I'm going to convince you guys. That this is not <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You told me about all those other Evangelion sequels, but they're all just fan fictions as well. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not shit alright man like everyone gives fucking Crystal Skull a lot of grief man but you need to rewatch it because what's the difference between an alien and some fucking Indian dude ripping your heart out but then the heart burning when the other person's in the fire that's not how body parts work I'm sorry if, you're, yeah. <laughs> if your body burns well, the infamous, uh, I already know what scene I'm going to completely rag on it's the swinging yeah. on the monkey vines and catching up yeah, with a speedy vehicle the scene with the ants and the monkeys just being like yeah, yeah. watch this <laughs> and say you know this is fine <laughs> oh well that a studio people watched it after they filmed this and they're like mm-hmm, yep this is absolutely Indiana Jones publish it yeah send it to print print it gonna be rich boys 
<laughs> oh well. <laughs> it's like it's got the Speed 2 reputation, man. Speed 2 wasn't a shit movie. Speed 2 is a great movie. And that's another movie we're going to watch soon. Speed 2. And we're going to tell hey. you that it's... We're not going to watch Speed 1? You don't need to see Speed 1. Just watch Speed <laughs> It's called Boat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Um, hope you have a lovely and safe afternoon and a safe week and a safe life. And you guys take care, all right? All right, we'll do. We'll do. Take care, everybody. All right, peace out. Bye. 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 Bye.